Hey everybody, this is Chad Daniels, and you have landed in the middle of somewhere. Thank you for coming back and... Hey everybody, this is Moose in the Morning. How are you? It's Monday, fun day. It's a live time. It's drive time. This is crazy. We got a great guest in the hot seat. We got... This is incredible. Chad Daniels in the hot seat with us. Hey, Chad, how are you this morning? I'm good, Moose. Thank you uh, for having me on. Certainly appreciate all the effort getting me in here. I know that with all the COVID stuff going on, you you were doing virtual things before, but um, it's great to be in and actually talking to a person, you know, face to face. Well, thanks a lot, Chad. It's amazing you came in. Really glad. I know you're a mask guy. I see you got a mask on right now. A lot of people don't like masks. That's okay. Hey, everybody, we're coming off uh, the song by Smokey Robinson and the Miracles. That was Tears of a Clown. Hey, Chad, you're a clown. You ever had any tears? Uh, you know, of course. I've talked about on, on my show before. I have talked about, um, you know, I'm, a, I'm an emotional guy. And so if I could just use some of your time to uh, talk about some stuff, I think that would be great. Um, I recorded... An album. So six days ago, it was my 46th birthday. And nobody likes that, right? 45, you're like, I'm smack dab in the middle of this shit. No big deal. But 46, that's a bit... I hear you, Chad. It's uh, 46 years old. I mean, I'm uh, 27. You wouldn't know it by my voice, but I have lived a life. Anyways, uh, you're 46. Keep going. Yeah, so, you know, I'm I'm 46. And um, and, uh, coming off almost a year of not working completely, right? So... Uh, Saturday night um, at Acme was the twelfth night I had worked in an entire calendar year. It was, it was just insane. So, um, you know, but it was great because I, I decided to record an album, and I thought that was a great idea at the time. I thought no one records an album at the beginning of a tour, but uh, I was like, well, I'll try it. That sounds real dumb, Chad. Yeah, it was Moose. Thank you. Um, so, you know, I I tried it, and it, and it was listen. If you have expectations for an album from me, drop them because this one isn't going to do it. You know, people have been asking me, honestly, what do you think? And I say, I don't know. I'm going to go B minus B. How about that? But again, it's just because this hour I worked on it for a year and I wanted to make sure that um, it got out there because, you know, I took time. I traveled. I worked on it and, and it was working. It's just I feel like a lot of times you can lose the rhythm not working for a year. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know what you mean, Chad. My pecker hasn't worked for a year and it has lost the rhythm. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like that, but I'm not, not specifically talking about that. I'm just talking about comedy in general. And people say it's like riding a bike, but, uh, you know, sometimes your foot slips off the pedal. So I, I had a ton of fun. And, you know, talking about tears of a clown, I mean, talking about emotions, it was fantastic. I got to see people that I hadn't seen in a long time. I got to see my ex-college agent I mean not we didn't like split it just just so happened we don't work together anymore because um, she doesn't do that anymore and so um, it was fantastic to see her Robin and her husband Dave and it was really great and they brought friends and and you know it's so nice to connect with people that you've known for a long time and because here's the deal you know you want to get you want to get serious about this I've wanted to be two things my entire life just two that's it I wanted to be a dad and I have wanted to be a comedian, right? And so, um, so many people came to the show, and my kids and their mom gave me a chance to be a dad, right? 
And there's no chance I get to be a comedian without people that come to shows or that people that listen to this show, you know? I mean, I think every person listening, I could say thank you. A barring, you know, maybe someone's getting paid to listen because let's just say on another episode, I made fun of you for not wearing a mask and you're still mad about it and you're paying someone to listen to see if I talk about you again. I don't know. I just know sometimes you deal with your problems with throwing money around. Doesn't matter. The fact is, I am so thankful that that people come to the shows and people enjoy themselves. And it's like year after year, people are coming. You know, I, I talk to people after the shows and they're like, oh, man, we've been here the last four times you were here. Or you look at people that not even just go to Acme. I'm talking about people that have traveled to see me in different places. You know, I mean, this guy flew in from he heard that I canceled the shows in Florida, my shows in Florida, and he flew in to Acme, to watch a show because he wanted, I mean, that's just, to me, it's insane because I don't, <laughs> I don't like myself that much, but, but he wanted to see the show. And so he did that. And it, it just means, it, it means an incredible amount. You know, somebody came in from, Dan came in from Michigan. Sean came in from Arizona. The Shesh was there keeping me sane the whole time. So um, it just means, you know, listen, I make my living with words and using words and trying to get reactions with words, but I cannot come up with the words to thank people enough for giving me just the opportunity uh, to be a stand-up comedian. I mean, it's just absolutely, absolutely insane. And, um, you know, obviously being a dad comes first. I think everybody knows that for me, but uh, it's just, it's absolutely incredible when you think that this like dream of a little kid gets to come true, you know, Oh, I hear you, Chad. That's fantastic. Hey, we'll be right back. Hey everybody. Moose in the morning back. It's a live time. Guess what? It's drive time. We got Chad Daniels in the hot seat. It's Monday fun day. That was American woman. Hey, what about women from other countries? How about hashtag cancel the guess who? Hey Chad, have you ever been canceled? Uh, thank you for asking. I have never, been canceled, Moose. Um, I can tell you that Saturday early show during the album recordings, there was someone who did not uh, care for me uh, a ton. And that's completely fine. Like I said, com I always say comedy is subjective. I don't expect everyone to like me all the time because I think if you see a comedian that everyone likes every joke, that's no fun. It's vanilla and it's boring and it sucks. So to have someone not appreciate you, I think is kind of where you're trying to, I mean, I want the majority of people to think it's funny, of course, but you cannot please everybody. You know, I live, I live in a town where I know that I grew up here. And that's what it instilled in me is that you absolutely cannot please everyone all the time. And so um, this person, right, tweeted out uh, a tweet towards me. And after the show, and it said, Chad is a misogynist, whole bit calling women cunt not funny shame on acme and chad i feel sorry for your young daughter chad now there is no uh let's just start here there's no oxford comma between daughter and chad okay so i'd like you to know i don't have a, a daughter named chad that's like uh, some george foreman stuff and i don't have a daughter named chad so maybe I said it on stage, but I believe that this person is misinformed. Also, I, uh, you know, I don't think I'm a misogynist. Maybe I come across that way sometimes. I don't know. 
But this says whole bit calling women. Con That's just not true. Because if you've seen my set, you know that I call Little Debbie a cunt, the corporation. And I say, I don't know if Little Debbie's a real person or not. I even preface that. But I'm calling the corporation that word for making such delicious snacks. I mean, that's just, that's just true, and that's how I feel about it. Also, in that chunk, I'm trying to illustrate something. So I do call a baby that word, but um, I do not mention the gender. So to, to tweet out that uh, I have a whole bit calling women that word is, is clearly unfair and untrue. And I just wish that this person uh, knew a lawyer that they could ask about libel. Wink, wink. That's an inside joke. Hey, we love inside jokes here, Chad. So you've, uh, you've never been canceled, but you do get tweets like that all the time. No, Moose, I don't get them all the time. It's just once in a while. And it actually, it's refreshing a little bit because it means people are still firing back. People aren't just coming to the show and sitting back and, and just taking it in. They're still processing and they're still thinking about it and they still have emotions about it. So I think it's great. I absolutely do. All right, Chad, thanks a lot for uh, coming on. Can you stay for one more break? Of course, Moose, of course. That's, you're my ride. Oh, that's right. I'm also the manager of the comedy club. Hey, folks, we'll be right back. Hey, everybody, Moose in the morning. We are back. Chad Daniels in the hot seat. It's a live tribe. Hey, guess what? I said that wrong. Don't care because it's drive time. You know that's right. Hey, everybody, that was Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head by B.J. Thomas. Hey, B.J., my 14-year-old self has 17,956 jokes for you, if you can believe it. I'm sure you've heard them all there, B.J. Hey, Chad, uh, you know, speaking of 14-year-old self, how's your dad? Um, well, that's, that's aggressive. Um, I don't really know, you know. Uh been, been out of my life for a while, but I, I want to tell you something. So I, I get home after recording the album at Acme, and my mom comes over, and she has a I, – I love pot roast with carrots and potatoes. I love it. It's just a simple meal, but I really enjoy it. And, and she brought over a cake for my birthday, and we hung out, and we chatted and had a great time. And, uh, and she brought over a bunch uh, – she went through boxes that my grandma – had, had left for her after she passed away and she um, brought over pictures and just all this old stuff like you know her homework from a lot my grandpa's homework from a long time ago my grandpa and grandma's diploma there was so much stuff in it it was uh, it was really neat and she brought over and this made me laugh really hard she brought over a um, a letter that she had written, it was a love letter. Now, here's what's kind of cool. So my daughter was snowball royalty. And for those of you who don't know what snowball is, it's like whatever winter formal is at your high school, that's what it is here. It's called snowball. And Olivia was royalty for that. And my mom was royalty for snowball at her high school when she was a junior. So she brought over the picture of that. And then she also found this love letter that she had written and uh, I'd like to read it to you, uh, if I may. I'm going to turn the brightness up because I'm getting old. Okay, so this is a letter my mom wrote when she was 16 or 17 years old. I know we can make it, baby. <laughs> That's electric, Chad. Keep reading, please. Just take it easy, Moose. I mean, this is like a really funny letter to me. Because my mom wrote it and just like knowing my mom forever. And then she writes this letter. Um, not, I mean, not after I knew her forever, clearly before I knew her. But uh, so 
I know we can make it, baby, if only we try. Just hang on to lovin', don't let it die. Even though it's been touch and go, and on and on, weak or strong, but then we don't know that we hope we could, I don't know what this means. We didn't know that with hope we could cope with all the ups and downs. Oh, God. She's amazing. Being in love is to always be thinking of you and to appreciate everything you do. Now, keep in mind, the first time I'm reading this letter, I am uh, laughing and trying not to vomit all at the same time. <laughs> oh, you shit your pants. I didn't shit my pants, Moose, but um, I was, like I said, laughing and uh, trying not to vomit. Uh, friends may come and friends may go, but never my love for you. Last night I wished upon a star and my wish came true. You. <laughs> oh my God, Barf City. If I ever really commit to losing weight, I am going to read this letter after I eat a meal and throw it all up. Uh, I'm so glad that you are here. It helps me to realize how beautiful my world really is. I want to keep us. Let our love be like an ark. Two weaknesses leaning together to form strength. <laughs> oh, I love you, Mom. This is insane. Love isn't riches, pleasures, or splendor. Love is you. Now, you is all caps. You need to know that. To be near is joy. To have joy is togetherness. To be together is love. Love is we. <laughs> oh, man, I used to love playing the Wii. Remember, you could, uh, like, downhill ski on that little board, and then, uh, you know, you could make your Wii fat or skinny or whatever. You could wake your little me guy. Uh, look however you wanted. It was crazy. I put a moose head on mine. It's moose in the morning, everybody. Don't forget. We got Chad Daniels in the hot seat. Hey, moose, can I? do you mind if I finish the letter? That's fine. Go ahead. It's my show, but you do what you want, Chad. Well, um... I just wanted to finish it because love is we is is absolutely hysterical, I think. And then it says, uh, to love is to have someone know you through and through and stick by you still and all. And this is when my jaw hit the floor. It says, Steve, without you, there is no me. And then she practiced his signature over and over and over, Mr. Steve Daniels. This letter was written to my father when they were juniors and could be the genesis of my life. This letter could be the reason you are listening to this voice right now. It's just insane to think about. And to think about my mom practicing his signature and then to think about my dad practicing my signature so he could rent an apartment it all comes back because my mom also brought with her, guess what? Hey, Chad, we're running out of time here. No, we're not. We are at 15 minutes and people are expecting 45, but it's just me today and they are not going to get it. So uh, I did want to say my mom brought over this sheet with credit cards, a business card, and a driver's license all copied onto one sheet, okay? So there is a cross-country bank credit card, there is a Visa, and there's a Sears credit card. 
And then there is a business card from Club de Soleil in Las Vegas. And the business card is from the director of telemarketing. The driver's license is from Nevada. And the name says Thomas Keith Rice. But the picture says my dad. That's right. My dad stole an identity. And my mom was trying to track him down to get any child support at all. And this is an investigation that was put together uh, by law enforcement because they were looking for my dad. So they had all this information. My dad, I, I believe I've said it on my show before, but my dad stole his classmate's ID that had passed away in a, that was killed in a motorcycle accident, right? Now, I don't know. Hey, Chad, let me ask you one question here quickly. Uh, maybe you were just getting to it, but how would one steal an identity? I mean, you need numbers. You need, you know, like a birth certificate or something. Am I right? Hey, this is Moose in the morning. We're getting serious. Well, Moose, I think what happened was, and, and, and I hate to think this way, but I'm assuming my dad probably contacted someone in his family and said, hey, you guys are still due some death benefits. We just have to fill out these this paperwork and I need his like social security number and all that shit. I wouldn't doubt it. And that is, I mean, thank God we are not responsible for the sins of our fathers because that's disgusting to think about. I hope he found it somewhere in the street and he, and he did that. It's still shitty. But let me tell you how incredible it is that this dude, right, he went and started completely over and he became the director of telemarketing at Club de Soleil. I mean, I don't even know what that means. I feel like I missed out on some really fun things in Las Vegas. Like, hey, do you have a guy at your casino? Yeah, I do. He's my dad, formerly. And uh, he goes by Thomas Rice now, and he hooks me up every time I'm at Club de Soleil. Ooh, I just, <laughs> I just did Moose's voice when I was talking. Oopsie daisies. I thought that might happen because I'm tired. Hey, uh, but so listen to this. So Thomas Rice, his ID number, 210-105-4835, just in case you want to do any investigating. But here's something incredible. So I was looking, I was looking, not incredible to you probably, but it was, it was striking to me. So they print the, they print the uh, birth date. And obviously it's not my dad's, it's Thomas Rice's birthday. But um, they also print the day the license was given and like to go in to get it. And it was on my dad's birthday because I was like 619, June 19th. I go, that's my dad's birthday. And uh, and clearly he went on. So that was his birthday present to him. <laughs> my dad, I bought myself some pots and pans for my birthday. My dad, what he does for his birthday is he steals an identity of a classmate that has been killed and he picks on the uh, carcass of the relationship of him and his family and uh, to, to give himself strength and an identity. And then he goes in and closes the deal with a Nevada driver's license. Oh, my God. This is the craziest thing that I've I've absolutely ever heard. So um, anyways, I uh, appreciate you having me. Hey, it's moves in the morning. Thank God. I've had to piss this whole time. Thank God you gave me the right to get out of here. Hey, it's Monday fun day. You know that's right. It's a live time. It's drive time. Enjoy Shirley Q coming in with the oldies after this at 10 a.m., everybody. Hey, uh, Chad, thanks for coming in.
Uh, thanks a lot, Moose. I appreciate it. And also, I just wanted to say quickly, hold on, I guess he's got more things. Let me sit back down. Well, I just wanted to say, again, thanks to everybody that came out to the, the album recording. I wanted to thank, uh, you know, the Acme staff. Holy shit, was that incredible. Just so fun, getting people in, getting people out. It was so great to see everybody again. It was great to go out to eat with um, one of my great friends, Lewis Lee, and the owner of Acme Comedy Company. And just to chit-chat and just to fucking feel like a comedian again. Oh, my God. Thank you guys so much. And then Cyrus came down and uh, to give me a little pregame pep talk because I, I texted him after the Friday shows and I said, I don't know. Here's the deal. I'm going to have so many outtakes of me yelling at the crowd. It's going to be awesome. That my, I even told one audience, I said, I'm going to have to call this album Outtakes, which is fine because I think that's very fun too. But I did want, you know, kind of a, a cohesive album for people to listen to. But also, I think we're going to put clips on YouTube and I think it's going to be really fun. However, I texted Cy and I was like, I don't, you know, I don't know if I'm going to get it. I think it's going to be a lot of outtakes and blah, blah, blah. And Cy is, you know, his back hurts. And, I, and this isn't like a bullshit like, oh, his back hurts. It really hurts. I mean, he came, he like hobbled in to the lobby of the hotel to give me a pep talk. And, and um, I can't even tell you what that meant to me. I really appreciated it. I mean, I've, I know I've said that on my show before that I had a, one of just a huge panic attack one time before I went on stage at Acme, which is crazy because it's my home club. But Cy was there and he just kind of squeezed me on my shoulder before I went out. And it just, I don't know, it did the trick. It got me through it. And um, so anyway, Cy came down and we chit chat and we made some jokes and we were, you know, making fun of each other. And it felt great. It felt great to just be back and forth and with him. Um, but he told me some things that made a ton of sense about the recording. And uh, and I think that that made a huge difference. Also, huge shout out to 800 pound gorilla and Anthony, who flew from Nashville away from his fiance to come and set up mics and record and also had to listen to me bitch about that. So uh, I really appreciate that. Thanks for hanging out. Um, Anthony is so funny. And then uh, thank you to Steve Gillespie and Mo. And I'm going to try my hardest. Yakub. I think that's right. It is the uh, it's how you say Jacob in the Middle East. It's Yakub, I believe. So um, and I'm so sorry if I butchered that. I'm just a dumb white guy. But Mo, um, thanks for the chit chats. And Steve, thank you for being hilarious. And Mo, thank you for being hilarious. Just all around fantastic week. And guess what? I know this is the weirdest episode you've ever had to listen to. You're like, we signed on for Chad and Cy. That's what we signed up for. Then Cy got sick and he's been off. And now we're, now we have to listen to guests. And a lot of you like them. I know that because more compliments than anything flow in about the guests. So I know, but, and then you're like, and then we got used to the guests. And now it's this, some fake back and forth, unproduced bullshit. And that is not on hay bales. That is on me. Um, listen, didn't have a guest. I was so busy. Um, we just couldn't match up our times to record this week. Next week, size coming back. Oh my God. I'm so excited. We each have 97 stories, so we should be good for a while. I won't even have to order pizza from Casey's just to get pissed off to have a story. I have a plenty, and I'm so looking forward to having Cy back, and I know you guys are too, and thank you so much for listening, and we will talk to you next time.